Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for March 11th, 2018. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jack Steen, co-pastor with Russ Steen at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon today is entitled, Let's Just Stop Right There. Before I read the text that is printed before you, which is our text for today, I want to read to you what comes just before this scene in the Gospel of John. And here's what, here's the setup. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. And he came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. And Jesus said, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born, and the new RSV translates it, being born from above. But this is the phrase where evangelical Christians have for centuries gotten the born again. Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born again. And Nicodemus said to him, how can anyone be born after having grown old? Old. And then Nicodemus gets a little sassy and snarky and says, can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? And Jesus says, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and of spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Think allegorically, Nicodemus. Think metaphorically, Nicodemus. Think, Nicodemus. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born again. That's the setup. Nicodemus came to Jesus in the dark of night, undercover, to see if this Jesus was who people said he was. And in this scene, evangelicals have come to claim born-again Christian as their slogan for salvation. But I'm not so sure that's what Jesus meant to happen from that one conversation with this Jewish leader named Nicodemus. I'm not sure he meant for that to happen. I think he was trying to say to Nicodemus that there's more to life than just this life. Rather, there is a connectedness to mystery and the holy other that is all around us and within us. I think Jesus was trying to say that following him will be like having a whole new life. And that's where we pick up for today. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world. Let's just stop right there. When I saw that today's scripture reading had at its center John 3.16, all I could do was roll my eyes and start a whole week of complaining and whining. 
I don't want to preach John 3.16. It's been hijacked by that rainbow wig-wearing, sign-holding, evangelical, sports-crazed Christian. He has ruined John 3.16 for almost all of us. But we don't see him much anymore. Have you noticed that? You want to know why? He's in prison serving three consecutive life sentences. Roland Stewart, a.k.a. Rainbow Man, first showed up on the American sports scene during the 1977 NBA Finals. Initially, he uh, merely put on a rainbow-colored Afro wig and danced wildly for the cameras. That was in 1977. But after the 1980 Super Bowl, Stewart sat in his hotel room watching a televangelist named Charles R. Taylor, and he became Roland Stewart, a born-again Christian. And so he came up with the idea that adding the sign that simply said John 3.16 to his repertoire would be good for the gospel of Jesus Christ. For the next decade, he traveled the globe to display his sign and banners. Among the events that he attended, the Olympics, the World Cup, NFL playoff games, the Indy 500, the Masters, horse races, and even the wedding of Prince Charles and Lady Diana. He claimed that he drove over 60,000 miles a year to attend sporting events. He figured out the prime positions for holding his signs by carrying a battery-operated television to the games to figure out where the cameras were pointed. Oh, he could have used a smartphone. Sports television producers began to loathe him, believing that his antics were a distraction from the game. And NBC's golf producer in the late 1980s told ESPN that he asked his cameraman to refrain from showing Stewart going so far as to threaten the cameraman's job if he gave him any airtime. But not so long and the rush began to fade for Roland Stewart. And when the 1980s came to a close, he became more volatile, ramping up his antics. He became convinced that God had given him a sign to use more negative tactics. In 1991, at the Masters, he blew an air horn just as Jack Nicholas lined up a putt, and then he detonated a stink bomb. Later that year, he detonated four more stink bombs in Orange County, California, and his personal life was a wreck. He claimed that he never made any money for this. It is believed that the tickets were bought for all of the sporting events that he attended by sympathetic Christians, believing that this was the best way to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And by the 1990s, he was homeless and living in his car. His wife and one-time signage partner had left him, claiming that he choked her when, he did it, when she didn't hold up her sign in the correct place during a game. And finally, he went over the edge. In September of 1992, Roland Stewart locked himself in a hotel room in a Los Angeles Hyatt 
and made threats to shoot airplanes landing and taking off from the nearby airport. He held a Hyatt maid hostage in his room. He plastered religious verses on the windows. And after an eight-hour standoff, SWAT teams broke into his room, found a handgun, two ammunition clips, and 47 live ammunition rounds. For God so loved the world. People have taken his place and the new prophets of John 316 movement, while perhaps inspired by Stuart, seem to be acting independently of him. Thank God. For God so loved the world. Let's just stop right there. Because that's enough. Oh, since Jesus is my path to God, I affirm the rest of it that I'm not going to read out loud. You can read it yourself. I affirm it. I claim Jesus as the one on which I live this life and have hope for an eternal life to come, whatever that might look like. I am assured through the life and teachings and ministry and resurrection good news of Jesus the Christ, that God does not seek to destroy me or us. We will not perish. I believe that to be true. I am grateful to God for this one named Jesus on whose name I call and to whom I have given my whole life, not just in my vocation, but in my personal life as well. But we would do well to read the text this way. For God so loved the world. And let's just stop right there. Because it's enough. I believe Christians have used John 3.16 to do more harm than good for the spreading of the gospel, which is simply good news. It has become a formula for salvation. Memorize John 3.16 and believe it, and you shall be saved and everyone else be damned. It has become synonymous with exclusion and condemnation and judgment. This one verse has done more to keep people out than to let people in. And I just find it impossible to believe that that's what Jesus meant when he talked to Nicodemus that night under the cover of dark to say, what I bring is a whole new life to you. It's like being born again into the goodness and grace and mercy and love and forgiveness the light, capital L, of this holy other, this mystery that is beyond comprehension. It's like being born again, Nicodemus. I just don't think Jesus meant, and the rest of you are going to burn. This one verse has done more to keep people out than to let people in. 
And it's because we do not know how to stop right there with love. God so loved the world, period. Let's just stop right there. May it be so. Amen. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening today. Grace and peace to you.